Okay. Okay. Let me stretch. Let me stretch a little bit. Let me yeah. uh, uh, move, uh, move up around a little bit. Um. <laughs> Don't want to get too scared. Don't want to get too scared. My papa bone. <laughs> All right, uh, let's just get into it. Welcome, everyone, once again to Goosebuds. We have a special treat for you guys tonight. Ooh. This is not a normal book. Dare I say, this is a book where you can choose things from. Oh, you can choose things, Chad, because this is R.L. Stein's Give Yourself it's the complimentary come on in make yourself comfortable give yourself some goose butts i'm not gonna do it i'm fine you're comfortable you know the place yeah you can do you know how to spook yourself (laughs) this is ridiculous he did half the work for this he just threw a bunch (laughs) of ideas into a book and now we have to put it together we have to put the pieces together for him Son of a bitch. It's just getting lazy. Uh, it says it says on the cover of this book. Mm-hmm. Reader is, beware. Yeah. You choose the scare. Whoa! <laughs> All these options are overwhelming me as a young adult. I like the idea of, of you scaring yourself. Like the only way I scare about myself is thinking about like debt. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty scary. <laughs> that's a real scary thing to think about. But like other than that, I don't know any other ways to really scare myself. I, th- I think about, um, since I live alone, uh, I think about choking and being unable to uh, stop oh, I myself think about from choking. That too. I think about Super that scary. Like, just being in the apartment going, oh, I'm just going to chat on this burrito real quick. I don't need to chew it fast enough. And then just like, what the, also the worst part about it is most likely if I die in that moment, I'm probably in my underwear or like not a flattering way for the cops to find me. Right. So... Yeah, very you could terrifying. you could probably stumble out into the street. <laughs> right, I, I could make it all the way down. Just, <laughs> yeah, down two flights of stairs. Just, <laughs> Chad, here's the here's the I got the solution for this. Mm-hmm. Just start wearing a three piece suit every time you eat food. Oh. Then you're gonna look great when you die. You're ready for the you're ready for the coffin. They're I think you're gonna you say right either chew more or just no. only eat applesauce for no, the rest of your life. You're fucked. You're gonna choke at some point. <laughs> I want to say that this applesauce idea is not bad unless you go chunky. Oh, no, no, of course. No, well, that defeats the poor purpose. I only eat, well, tapioca pudding, applesauce, and uh, orange juice. You muscle man's <laughs> brand? Is that, that what you Mus- like? Muscle, muscle man's, man's <laughs> I just go, I'm the muscle man who'll never die as I just eat that. I think that's what the brand of uh, of uh, applesauce is called. It's muscle man's. Muscle man's, muscle, yeah. Muscle man's, that's right. We're but hey, of, that's not what we're that's doing not what we're today. That's what not is, what we're doing. What is this book, by the way? What is this called? This is the first Give Yourself Goosebumps. I remember this being advertised in Scholastic and ordering it. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey. oh, I'll totally read this one because it's Choose Your Own Adventure and it probably will be short. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, were you already like over Goosebumps at this point? Like you were like, those things aren't scary and they're long. Yeah, man, I needed a new thrill. <laughs> you, were a busy, you were a busy young boy and you had a paper route and you had things to do. And a year- yeah, we were, I had. We were talking a little bit before this about how like when this book came out you learned a little bit of what it was like to be an adult in a capitalistic society and the 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 bug of materialism was biting you already yes yes because i was i was getting ready for my paper out my dad was leaving for work and it was like 5 a.m in the winter it was cold as hell and i was like that is that's scary but then you were like i need that new book so you like (laughs) you braved your way out into it it was brave i mean hey i respect the shit out of you for it because i did it myself 
do we think there are any kids who read these books and as soon as they hit one of the dead ends, they're like, well, that's the end of the book for me. And then they just walked away. Like, that's it. I was defeated by it. I got yeah, eaten by an yeah, alligator. I, I had done. one life. I gave myself one life and I blew it, you know? And then, and then <laughs> I have no one to blame but me because I gave myself goosebumps. <laughs> that's all I deserve. <laughs> hey, hey, we're not cowards like that, you know, hypothetical kid we're talking about here. We're going to give ourselves five lives and we're going to get through this shit. That's, That's right. right. We should clarify the rules of how this is going to work. We did not have we not read the book yet. I think Dom has. A I bit. have not. I've only read the first page aloud so that I could be sure that I could read it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you did a basic um, literacy test. Um, this is number one. This is Escape from the Carnival of Horrors, Ooh. and it features an alligator on the cover bursting through some iron bars. Alligator, like. typical thing at a carnival. Always yeah. have alligators. At always, ha- always at the carnival. Though, it's got I, blood I dripping from it. I don't mouth. know if you're being ironic or not. In my Indiana fairs, there was always a weird like, come on down to the weird tank, see a giant what? alligator. Like, what? And it would, no. And it would just be like in formaldehyde. It was one of those kind of like freak show things. But it was just giant yeah. dead alligator. Come on down and see the giant dead alligator. Maybe the what? Indiana was a little bit different. Maybe the Midwest was different than what your, your cities were. I think were. it was. I really do. I think, I think those sideshows are pretty much everywhere, but not alligators No, it was always just like big animal. Look at this dead big animal. It wasn't even well, like two-headed, just big animal. At the at the uh, OC County Fair, there was uh, a large horse and a small horse you could see. And I think it was like fifty cents to go or a dollar. Wait, see wait, both was the small horse fifty cents or the horse was a dollar? That's, uh, that's the way it should be. That's the way it should have been. But those greedy carnies they they charge a dollar for both. Damn. Yeah, no Man, deals twice, either. Twice for that one horse for that mini uh, horse. You're paying two times. Wow. Paying give you a buck fifty to see both. No. There's, that there's, some families, nice. there's some families who are like, we're not going to pay for no small horse. We're going to pay for the one big horse, and we're going to see all we need to see. We'll move on. We'll mm-hmm. move see right that, on. Let me see that big horse. Let me see that big horse. All right. <laughs> okay. I can see. I can, now what he does is you just look at the big horse, and the, and the thrifty dad starts walking farther and farther away until the perspective is that the horse is smaller. That's goes, brilliant. I've now that's, seen the small horse. That's F smart. you, fair. I'm smart, dad. Hey. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Fair hacks. We got fair, fair hacks. hacks. Welcome to Goosebuds, your podcast about fair hacks. Hey, did you know that if you pretend to be a clown, you can walk into the fairgrounds for free? Yes, you have to be a clown the whole time, but you're not going to have to pay for that entrance fee. Fair <laughs> hacks. Fair <laughs> hacks. I love it. I love it. Cotton candy, it's good, right? You buy it with the you get the cone at the end. What do you do with the cone? Um <laughs> It's uh, a start a fire with it. Start a fire. Big fake cigarette. If you want to pretend to smoke a big cigarette, that it could do that. Or a really funny big joint. Mm -hmm. It would be really funny to be like you know that that would be funny too. Hey, uh, another fair hack, Mickey behind the uh, Tilton Whirl. Tell you right now, he's got some meth. Some magic rocks that'll make you feel real good. He'll always be Mickey. Fair hack. Every fair has meth. (laughs) Has a meth guy behind the Tilted World. Uh, I think I feel properly spooked enough. Let's get into the actual adventure, shall we? You are going to be our dungeon master, Dom, correct? That's correct. I'll be reading, and you guys will choose. I'll chime in with my... Um, conversational uh, bits about the dialogue and of such. Of course. But I'll just be reading and letting you guys choose, and you guys have five lives. Yeah, you're I not going like to get involved out. in like the deliberation, right? No, no I will no, I will no. laugh at it. Okay. I would uh, like to point out, we have not test run this 
at all. So this could be a disaster. I'm this could be real that. bad. This could be this, real bad. This could be real bad. You real, guys real ready bad. for this? Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. So, right, Paul, before I, we identify the characters, I guess we should just assume you and I are teenage versions of ourselves. I like to be a pretty girl. If that's okay, okay with oh, you. I'm hanging out with a girl. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and let's go to the fair. Cool. Okay. What are your guys' names? I want to know what your okay, names are. Um, Paul, would you like to go first? Are you Paul? Uh, no, I'm going to be Colin, because that sounds like a real Colin. cool kid. Ooh. All right. I... I wear a billabong like- for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be uh, Tiffany, and I babysit usually, but this is my one night off from babysitting, and I'm really excited to go to the fair. Oh, right, wow. Tiffany. Well, you guys seem like a wholesome couple. <laughs> Wait, hold on. He asked Colin me out, but I'm not Tiff. sure how I feel about it yet. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Oh, this is but a you're test. Gonna- I'm being tested already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Welcome to life, Colin. <laughs> Welcome to life, Colin. Should have worn my no fear shirt. Instead. Oh my god, you would have just warmed me up. <laughs> yeah, I would have helped you. All right. <laughs> all right, here we go. What do you want to do? I don't know, Patty. What do you want to do? Okay, I, I could I not could. fair, Brad. I asked you first, Patty and Brad. One oh, moment. do you want to do you want to interject here? Okay, go. I'm Patty. Chad's Brad. What? What? Yep. No! Whoa. God damn it! No! 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 You're no the, you the, know what? By the rules of calling names from a Goosebumps book, <laughs> d- Paul is correct. He gets to be Patty. I will be Brad. Yep. Well, then who is making the choices? Because, guys, the next sec- sentence, Patty and Brad, your two best friends, arguing as usual. Oh, no. So you can't be Patty and Brad. Tiffany okay, Colin and okay. Heather. Okay. Was it Heather? Tiffany. Heather, yes. Again, Wait, we, have not, we have not figured this out at all. It's Tiffany. I'm Tiffany. It's Tiffany. Tiffany. Okay, yeah. Tiffany. Okay. It's the last week of August, and Patty and Brad haven't stopped fighting since your summer vacation started. Patty likes to be bossy. You don't mind, though. It's no big deal. It's hard to win a fight with her anyway. You don't know why Brad even tries. You guess it's because he doesn't want to look like a wimp in front of a girl. There's nothing to do. I guess I'll go home, Brad says. (laughs) He, He shoves his hands in his pockets. Then his shoulders slump, and he sort of shrivels up. Whoa, that's a yeah, lot of description right there. About yeah, that. I'm not sure what that is. He was um, a sponge monster this whole time. He, yeah, he <laughs> was a shrinky dink. <laughs> that may be a reveal later, Tiffany. Okay. You guess Brad is kind of a wimp, even if he is your best friend. <laughs> You're Man. so boring, Brad, Patty complains. Whenever Patty complains, her freckles really pop out. Now there are about a million of them spread across her face. Hey, I know what we should do. Patty suddenly bursts out. Go to page two. <laughs> Wait, was there really a direction to go to the next page? Yes. This is like because introducing you to the mechanic? Yeah, well, because because there's like so many. Yeah, it, it introduces you to that mechanic, but like, you know, you but, can't wait, wait, it. Wait, it introduces you to the mechanic of using a book is what of you're Of turning pages. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bike over to Bennett's Field and watch them set up the carnival. I don't know, you answer. I don't like how you guys like didn't get to choose that, but we're going to move no, on. No, yeah, yeah this, out uh, of control. I, this is I like real like, life. I feel like our friends are making all the calls. I, I There should have been another like, hey, what if you don't go to the carnival and you just go to the Dairy Queen and you have a good old time? That would have been great. We would have gotten blizzards. Oh, man, I like your book better. <laughs> yeah, what's your pa- book called? We're on page uh, two, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting dark, and Mom said I have to be home by nine. It's only a quick bike ride, Brad says. Are you some kind of wimp? 
Brad calling you a wimp? You can't believe it. <laughs> okay, okay, you agree. But if it's as bad as last year, there won't be much to see. Don't you remember the main attraction? You remind them. They, <laughs> the ride they called Terror Trek, it turned out to be a baby choo-choo train that circled around and around and around. It doesn't matter what you say. Patty's made up her mind. You're going to ride over to the carnival. A hot, humid breeze blows in your face as you pedal along. Patty's in the lead, no surprise. And Brad's puffing behind you. So, Brad the Wimp. I'm just going to say right now, guys, uh, when it comes up to it, we're letting Brad die. Brad's, oh, yes. Brad stinks. Oh, uh, Brad's it's, dead weight. It's dark by the time you reach Bennett's Field. You and your friends drop your bikes in the grass and race and race across the moonlit field toward the huge wooden fence that surrounds the carnival. To take a closer look, turn to page three. Oh. There's no, you don't have a choice. Oh, what? What, have the a choice. Fuck? what? What the fuck? Get book? <laughs> As you reach the carnival entrance, you hear music coming from inside. Not the usual corny organ stuff they always play, but some really strange music. It sounds familiar and totally new at the same time. It's called, and it was called ska music, and it was great. <laughs> Brad stretches his neck to try and peer over the fence, but no luck. The fence is way too high. Patty jiggles the padlock on the door. It's sealed shut. I guess we'll have to wait until tomorrow night when the carnival opens, Brad says. No way, Patty says. Let's climb the fence now. Are you crazy, Brad says? We'll get caught. <laughs> Come on, there's probably no one in there, Patty replies. Your friends turn to you and cast the deciding vote. Oh, yeah. You glance at your watch. It's almost 9 p.m. If you're going to get home in time, you should start back now. What are you going wait, to do? Wait, is it, do we actually have a choice here? You have you have a choice. If so, you decide to go home, turn to page 10. That's so tempting. Decide- that's so tempting just to know what happens. <laughs> but I think it's real it, tempting because... Like you said, the Dairy Queen is probably on the way back. Oh, I bet man. They might even be throwing out like old cones tonight. Uh, here's my question. What are we going to likely to even see in this fair anyway at this point? Are we just going to see carnies putting up tents? Is yeah. That, what, is that what our kicks are? To watch it's that? 9 p.m. You guys are almost ready for bed. Uh, I mean, I feel like we should go home, but maybe for the sake of playing this safe. I kind of this, this is like the kind of like the beginning of like a role playing game where you have like the call to adventure and you can say no. I kind of want to say no just to see how they force us back onto the track. I think we say no. Yeah. All right, let's say no. Right. We're going home. Let's say if no, you decide to go home, home that's the end of our episode, 10. everybody. End of our episode. I hope it ends. I hope we lose a life. If we get right hit by here. a car, we get hit by You've a car. You've decided not to sneak in. Uh, You've decided not to sneak into the carnival. You're going home instead. Well, it's a good thing Patty usually makes all the decisions. Otherwise, you never have any fun. And this book would be over before it began. (laughs) Go ahead, take a deep breath, then go climb the fence. You're not scared, are you? What is Is the book making fun of us? The book's making fun of us right now. Mm. It's it's making fun of you guys. I'm sorry. The choice was there is no choice. (laughs) Oh my god. The hard You guys have had zero control so far. So far, okay. Well, you know what, Paul, we tried. Hey, let's do it, you say to your friends. Let's climb the fence. <laughs> Patty is halfway up before you finish speaking. You let Brad go next. You're last. It's hard to climb up. There's really no place on the fence to get a good grip. But you make it to the top, swing your legs over, and tumble down. You land on the grass. You're inside. You and your friends gaze around. It's pretty dark. The only light comes from the torches. At first, the carnival oh, looks sorry. like... 
Why, why are there torches? First, torches? first red flag, torches. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I guess we're just going to have to read on and Did find it out. announce what year we're in? <laughs> it's actually, oh, it's the 1700s. <laughs> we didn't mention it's the 1700s. You're, you guys are riding the first bikes. That's why it took so long to get over there. <laughs> At first, the carnival looks the same way it always does. Dinky rides, hot dog wagons. Then the lights start to flicker on in every corner of the field. The rides start to move. It's as if the whole place is magically coming to life. Hey, look at that giant roller coaster, you exclaim, (laughs) pointing up ahead. They never had a roller coaster before. Yeah, Brad agrees. And the whole place is a lot bigger than last year. This is awesome, Patty says as she sprints toward the rides. Race over to page 10. Oh, wait, 7. Oh, jeez, hold on. Hold on there. Okay. Wait, we still don't have a choice? We still have not made a choice. You don't have a choice. You're going to page 7. I need to point out what ride to go to. Okay. You and Brad... You and Brad... Take off after Patty. You all stop in front of the roller coaster. Wow, Patty says as she gazes up at it. It's like a rocket to outer space. Beyond the roller coaster, you spy a castle surrounded by a moat and a spooky-looking haunted house sitting high atop a hill. Are we to imply that they dug a moat for this fair? You guys are in Disneyland, by the way. Okay. Yeah. This is the torches like a, are from Adventureland. This seems like a very nice fair. This is an elaborate fair. It is. These are the coolest rides I've ever seen, you say. They still have that dumb choo-choo train over there, you point out. But we could ride all this stuff all night and never go near it. <laughs> really, They really hate that choo-choo. I hope it saves us it. in the end. I hope choo-choo train is our savior. Yeah, it, it shows up as the place is falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> Just Hop on. Hop aboard. I am God. And then they get on to <laughs> And they lift into space. Yeah. Uh, Patty grabs your arm and tugs you over to the other side of the carnival. To the midway, Brad races after you. Hey, where are all Hey, where are all those dinky wooden booths from last year? You ask as you gawk at the amazing games of chance. They're gone, and in their place are giant video games and huge spinning wheels studded with hundreds of blinking colored lights. Get a load of that, Brad <laughs> suddenly cries out. You and Patty spin around. You can't believe what you see. Be more amazed on page 87. Oh Are you God, kidding please. me? I want to make a choice. I want to make a choice. God damn it, R.L. Stein. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Okay. But this is going to be our You're, f- We're just reading Goosebumps right now. Yeah. You're staring at a sign that reads, World's Freakiest Freak Show. <laughs> 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 the three of you gape at the pictures. There's a three-headed man with the ugliest collection of faces you've ever seen. And the snake lady, a young... A young blonde girl with a beautiful face and the body of a Slytherin snake. Mm. This is, uh, uh, you start to say, but you don't finish because a large hand has come out, has come down on your shoulder hard. (laughs) You suddenly turn and gaze up at a huge man with shoulders wider than a refrigerator. Mm. He has coal black eyes and a thick mustache to match. He looks strong enough and mean enough to pitch you over the fence with one hand. <laughs> Damn, and this guy will. What are you doing? His deep voice booms. You are not allowed in here. He says, pointing directly at you. Oh, no, only us. We're sorry, you say, hoping to appear sorry and not just scared. <laughs> we wanted to look around, that's all, but we'll leave right now. His eyes stare into yours. He clamps both hands down on your shoulders and says, You're not going anywhere. 
What? Uh-oh, quick. Better turn to page four. I swear to God, book. Wait, okay, hold on. Hold on. This book has had you jump back and forth to give you the illusion of choice. Am I wrong? We went to no, page... you're not wrong. It we went to page seven. We, we went to page one, seven, two... and then we went back to page four. What do you mean, Brad asks, trembling all over? I just had an idea. A great idea, the man replies. I want you kids to stay and try out the rides before what? the grand opening tomorrow. Patty's eyes open wide. Cool, she says. <laughs> <laughs> this is just Patty's life. Things just fall into her lap. Patty's got to learn a couple things about spontaneous people, and that's you don't trust the man, a refrigerator-sized man this spontaneous. With okay. a deep voice. With, with a deep, deep voice. voice I'm doing. Guys, don't do it. This is exactly what Patty wanted. Are you sure it's all right with the owner, you ask? I'm Big Al, the manager, Whoa. and what I say around here goes. Uh, wasn't Big Al the guy who ran the camp from last episode? No, uh, wasn't. no that was Uncle, Uncle Al. Al. Uncle ah, sorry, sorry. Just want to make sure we're in crossing over. I mean, it, could, Al- be, it could be Big Al. This could be a brand change. No, 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 you're right. You're right. You know? could be, yeah, could be. He could have moved Big- on. Big Al digs around in his checkered jacket. It was a ska band! <laughs> <laughs> and he says, hey kids, I want you to pick him up, 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 pick him up. And pulls out three maps. He hands one to each of you. Study them carefully. Wait, I have to do my voice. Study them carefully, he says. If you have any questions, ask them now. Your eyes fall upon the map. You have a question. But he ga- But when he gazes... But when you gaze up, Big Al is gone. <laughs> why did you even shit? ask? The, why even He's ask? Vanished. Why he gave us the illusion of the choice question. again? Why even ask? Just leave. Just a whole, a whole carnival to ourselves. Patty exclaims. Where should we start? You stare down at the map once again. You notice that the carnival is split in half. On one side are the rides, tons of them. On the other side is the midway, packed oh. with games of chance. And the freak show. Oh! What will you try first? Oh, uh, I mean, if that freak show hadn't been mentioned, I don't know, man. I feel like guys, the- that was advertised as the freakiest freak the show, freakiest which means freak show. you're gonna get twerked upon. In there. I want to get my <laughs> swerve on real hard, Chad. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of with you because I want to gamble my life on those games. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to. I- I'm ready to sell my soul, and I'm selling low tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Let us go. Let's go to the freak show. All right, to 77, the midway. Let's head for the midway and play some games, you say. You And that's when and that's when Betty says, "No, let's go to the rides instead." And you went to the rides. <laughs> oh yeah, and you just went to the rides and you had to turn back. <laughs> you, Patty and Brad jog down the wide avenue. Tents of every color line the street. Carnival music blares from the loudspeakers. You spot a green neon sign flashing above a yellow strip tent. Um, above a yellow striped tent. The sign reads, Madam Zeno, fortune teller. Excellent, you exclaim. I'm going in. You tell your friends you'll catch up with them in a minute. You lift the tent flap. Inside, one small candle, one small candle flickers in the dark. You hear a low voice call out. Enter my chamber. There is Madame Zeno mm. sitting in the shadows. H- hold on, was Madame Zeno just gonna hold sit on. in there all night? Yeah, wait, wait, hold on. This was the was the was the entire carnival just in ready mode. Oh yeah, they were good to go. They set up tonight, and everybody sat in their. Hey, t- hey, what Big Al says goes. Remember, and he said yeah. it's go time. <laughs> okay, sorry. Please continue. 
Um, there is Madame Zeno sitting in the shadows. She wears a long dress dotted. Oh, she wears a long red dress dotted brightly with colored gems. They shimmer in the candlelight. Her black hair tumbles to her shoulders as she bends over a large crystal ball. Mm. Yeah, this is a gypsy. Mm. Welcome, she whispers. (laughs) And then she reaches out and gently lifts your hand. Tell me, you. Oh, let me tell you your future. Yo, Chad, we're losing our virginity tonight. I think so. (laughs) I think we're going to get down with Madame Zeno. Madame Zeno's teaching us. The ropes. Mm-hmm. Madame Zeno studies your hand closely. She traces the lines of your hands with her soft fingers. Yeah. I see horror in your future, in your immediate future, <laughs> she warns. <laughs> what kind of horror, you stammer? What do you mean? Madame Zeno releases your hand. She picks up a strange deck of cards. She spreads them out on the table. You notice the cards have pictures. A headless man, a bloody sword, a large evil eye. She gathers up all the cards and flips the deck over. Then she deals out a red card and a blue card. Ten went over, she commands. Oh, she says, your fate. go fish. <laughs> That's what I, I was waiting for. I was, I was waiting for her to flip them over, and just and it was like a blue fish and a red fish, and you're just gonna have you're gonna, the horror is gonna be you losing to her very badly at go fish. I was no, I you was have to be, eat a live fish. That's yes, the thing. Yeah, that's a true horror. I thought it was gonna be. I played two land cards and tapped them right now. Oh my! Two oh, once. she's got uh, she's got water fire deck. She's yeah, yeah, water, yeah, yeah. Just she just started playing magic against you. You got to catch up. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is basically. I mean, you guys got to pick red or blue pill. Wait, what's here. the yeah? What's the pill? The red is the stay. Red's good. Red's red's crazy rabbit hill, right? Blue is blue, blue is, is stay asleep. Blue is stay asleep. I think. Uh, right, Chad. Do you go. remember or Dom? Let's do you go. remember? Uh, I did just watch it the other night, but we missed this part. The movie was in the middle when we watched it. I, let's I'll, go red. Yeah, I'll trust you, Chad. Let's go red. Let's go, let's go red. All right, we're turning to page fourteen for red. You reach out slowly and touch the red card. To your amazement. A 3D heart magically appears Ooh. and rises from the flat surface. Oh, then it starts to beat. Thudum. Thudum. It must be some fancy optical illusion. <laughs> you lean closer to figure out the trick. Yow! You screech <laughs> and jerk back to avoid the warm red liquid that nearly squirts in your eye. Ugh. Is it blood? It looks like blood. Wow, cool effect, you say. How do you do <laughs> as, it? As you wipe the blood from your face. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the card over, Madame Zeno orders. Do it now. <laughs> Madame Zeno really gets into her act. Doesn't she know this is just a game, you think? Mm-hmm. But you do as you're told. Big deal. No, big deal. No weird pictures, no hidden fortunes. All you see are the numbers, one, three, two, shimmering in gold script against a midnight background. What does it mean, you ask? You will know when the time is right, the fortune teller whispers. Her voice is so low, you can barely hear you. You can barely hear her. It could save your life. <laughs> oh. Did we just get like a Deus Ex Machina card right at the beginning? We did. We got it right off you the You did. You did. We're going to turn to page 41 to find out what that means. Okay. Oh, God. Okay.
What do you mean the magic number could save my life, you ask Madame Zeno. But the fortune teller doesn't answer. She stares off into space. She seems to have fallen into a deep trance. <laughs> She's dead. You don't really believe her. <laughs> She's been overworked. She definitely got overworked by Big Al. Yeah, she sat there all day. <laughs> These fortune tellers are all fake, but you memorized the number anyway. One, three, two, one, three, two. I picked red instead of blue, you chant to yourself to <laughs> Hey, remember. I knew our OCD was going to come in handy at some point. <laughs> Madam Zeno that's, hold puts on, real the quick. That, That's not OCD, and I know it's not. And I know people no, are going to get very upset that OCD was mentioned, and it wasn't actual OCD. Just so I, appreciate, I appreciate you correcting this. I'm going to leave all of this in. But, but it was obsessive. But it was, <laughs> it was obsessive. obsessive. It was quite obsessive. Mm-hmm. She did turn off uh, lights over and over again before they left the, the tent. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't, we cut out that whole part where she tried to like she she kept like trying to fall asleep right, but she kept doing it wrong because she was. Yeah, running. yeah. We it's kind of a boring part, so I'm skipping it. <laughs> Madame Zeno puts the card back in the deck. She closes her eyes and waves you away with her jeweled hand. You guess the fortune telling is over, so you leave the tent to search for Patty and Brad. Why did you guys split up? You. Sp- you squint under the bright lights of the midway, scanning all the game booths, but you can't find them. You're trying to figure out which way to go when you spot Big Al coming toward you. Man. He's not alone. He's leading a large group of people. What? As they come closer, you hear that they are chanting something. What is it? Pay, play or pay. Play or pay. What, what does that mean? <laughs> Turn we're I, turning to page I vaguely 16. remember this from from reading this before as a kid. That sounds really some of my brain. It, I had this one. I don't remember any of this. Okay, okay. Hi, you say to Big Al. <laughs> Who are all those people? Wait, so a giant crowd is coming. I thought for sure we were going to hide, but I just went, "Hello, crowd. How's it going?" Yeah, what's up? What's up, dude? What's up? <laughs> hey, remember when you disappeared? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty he sure does. in Tiananmen Square, when that tank just rolled up to that guy, he just was like, hi. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> That's why his hand was out, right? Yeah. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He doesn't really answer your question. Welcome to the Carnival of Horrors, he says. You must play or pay. We have many games on our midway. You must play, too. He practically spits the word must out. I didn't put the emphasis on it. If you succeed, you can win prizes. But if you lose, you pay with your life. What? What? <laughs> what? Whoa! He's just gonna spell it out. Yeah, that's it, man. You're gonna win prizes or you die. This is that's like that's not how you do with a, a deal with the devil. First you lure me in, you get me started, and then you let me know what the stakes are this, after I've already is committed. Is this the fair's yeah. business plan? Is that their business plan? I just want to clarify. Boy, he's really laying it on <laughs> thick. You think? Hey, nice. You guys thought that. But it's a pretty cool gimmick. Okay, I'll play a game. Then I've got to go home. No one goes home, Big Al says, until they play. You must play two games and survive. Okay, okay, you mutter to yourself. It's never done it that you must survive. Yeah. Um, You glance around the midway at the two closest games. Guess your weight on Mars and the Wheel of Chance. You have to pick one to start or you'll never get out of here. Uh, guess our weight on Mars. We could do math, yes, right, yes, Chad? Uh, yes. Also, aliens. Let's go to Mars for sure. <laughs> okay, guess your weight on Mars. We're going to page seventy-two. No, nothing is in danger of our lives yet. Just going to point that out there. Do you realize so how, we've been so decisive, Chad? And the book oh. has been the opposite of that. Exactly. No, we're, we know exactly where we're going. We know exactly what we're doing. 
You step up to guess your weight on Mars booth. A woman in a spacesuit motions you inside a gate. You pass through and find yourself in the middle of a courtyard that looks like a miniature launching site, complete with its own rocket. Security check, the lady says as she presses your hand onto a fake scanner. So how does this game work, you ask? I'll guess your weight on Mars, she explains. Then you'll enter the planet simulation chamber and stand on the scale. If I'm stumped by more than a... If I'm stumped by more than one pound up or down, Jesus. you win a giant candy bar. Wait, are you telling me that our lives are riding on this person being able to guess our weight? Oh, we yeah. Up. Like, we why? Why did? Why was that? Why is this scary at all? This is also not our choice at all. It's her choice on how much our weight is. Unless this we is say... an analogy for the book itself, right? Okay. Here. Okay. Yeah, why is it guess your weight on Mars when this lady's going to do it? Uh, oh, I guess they're advertising that she will guess your weight. Yeah, I guess uh, also this this random sci-fi theme is just very complex for just a guess your weight booth. I mean, there's like a spaceship. <laughs> there's a spaceship and a touchpad. But, okay. So a giant candy bar is in store for you if she loses. Sure, or we die. Or death. Well, yeah. what, what if you guess right? The space lady doesn't say anything at first. She just smiles. A nasty smile. Then she answers, you lose, is all she says. <laughs> okay. right, we're going to page 16. Okay. All, right. okay. all right. I feel a little bit like I'm a little bit tense. Oh, I'm going to make oh, a this guess. Is, oh, this is busted. Hold on. Hold on a second. The book is busted? Oh, Wait. Hold, no. re- hold on. Page 72. Dom, reboot the book. Reboot oh, the book. I'm sorry. I, I, I thought it was page 16. It's page 18. It's fine. All good. We'll cut it all out. The space lady slowly circles you as she sizes you up from head to toe. Hmm, I think you weigh... Hmm, I think you weigh 38 pounds. 38 pounds? Boy, are you wrong. I'm never wrong, she says, smirking. She snaps her fingers, and two ginormous... And two enormous guards appear. They each take one of your arms and drag you out of the courtyard. What? I don't weigh 38 pounds, you yell. But then you remember... It isn't your weight on Earth that matters. It's your weight. It's your weight on Mars. Yeah, no, I remember uh. that the whole time. The whole time I was aware. Do you weigh 38 pounds on Mars? You'd better find out quickly because something tells you that Big Al said about... Uh, because something tells you that what Big Al said about having to survive might be true. Weigh in on page I'm glad, one. I'm glad we're just thinking about this now. After his, he, yeah, we deal, no, we, we deal with we the double ourselves. Okay. Yeah. What is our choice going to be in the matter? I feel like we've done nothing active in this adventure so far. But please go ahead. Yes. You've got to figure out what you weigh on Mars fast. But how? You're about to give up when you notice a flashing sign. It reads the gravity on Mars is almost forty percent of what it is on Earth. Oh God, this is uh, math. Okay, now you can figure it out. Multiply your real Earth weight by four. Now drop off the last digit. For example, if you weigh 90 pounds, 90 times four equals 360. Dropping off the last digit, you get 36 for your weight on Mars. If you don't want to do the math, you can leave it to luck. Just guess. What? What is happening? <laughs> okay. Wait. Also, right. is that math? Is that math, math accurate? Instead they, of- okay. They're asking for your real Earth weight. Right, so our, like, our actual weights. So your weight, the reader, and then you do this math, and then you make your choice. But you can guess, and here's what your choices are. If you think your Mars weight is 37 to 20, or if you think your Mars <laughs> weight is 37 to 39, go what? to page 53. What? If you think your Mars weight is less than 37, 
or more than 39, go to page 22. What? Here's the best so, part. Here's the best part of this. He did not factor in that adults would play this. No, oh, not yes. at all. And Wait, we're going to win. But also, like, is the choice being made based on what our actual weight is? Like, as a, like, so, as a kid, yeah. I will point out that uh, the second option seems to be the one that clearly misses, right? Because one is either less than the weight or more than the weight. Right. That, yeah, so, so that would be the one that gets you out of it. But, uh, I mean, I'll tell you right now, my Mars weight is definitely more than 39 pounds. <laughs> well, then I think we have to turn to page 22. What do you guys uh, say? I want to figure out what our Mars weights are, though, just for the record. If that's Hold on, what was, the, yeah, what was the math again? 90 times 4 and then drop off the last digit. No, that's, the that, was only if, that was only if your weight is 90. Right? If you're a 90. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do right. do do your weight times 4. Oh, right, this is gonna be really embarrassing. 60, times uh, 4 and you drop off the digit. That seems like such a weird way to figure out 40 percent of something. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the math right now. Oh, I weigh, good lord! I am not supposed to be reading this book. <laughs> good lord! If that's correct, I'm, I'm 74 pounds. Uh, Paul. I'm six. I'm sixty four pounds on Mars. What the? F- did I do something fucking wrong? I'm hundred eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, something's wrong. We're using Chad's weight. That's gonna get us out of this shit. All I right, we're turning to page twenty two. What do you guys say? Jesus Christ! Yes, yes. Hey, oh, Chad, wait. you did good. You got us out of. Thank you. Inevitable I think blood. we're. I think we're out of death here. Let's see. You're pretty sure that the space lady guessed wrong. Now all you have to do is step on the scale to prove it. The two goons shove you inside the pla- inside the planet simulation chamber. It's a long, narrow tube, and it's really stuffy inside. You can barely breathe. You step up on the scale. You check the readout. Boy, oh boy, the space lady is wrong. You, you jump yes. up and down. I won, I won. Back outside, you collect your prize. It's a huge chocolate bar. You take a big bite out of it and stuff the rest in your pocket. You oh, gaze great. around. We ate food in the cursed carnival we're gonna be so stuck now here forever I'm, well i'm already fat now i'm fatter cool thanks book you <laughs> <laughs> gaze around the coast is clear maybe you can find patty and brad and get out of here you walk a few steps forward but a heavy hand clamps down on your shoulder from behind oh it's God. big al it's time to play another game he says grinning if you have not tried the wheel of chance go to page eight if you've already played the wheel of chance Go to page seventeen. If what I'm here? How did I? How did what? Wait, we don't even. We have to do the wheel of chance. We couldn't just skip it. I. Uh, I guess we could lie. Well, oh. I, you guys can't lie. I'm the dungeon master. You can't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you that's sure? true. Though. Are you sure we're we can't going lie to, to Big Al? Okay. We're no, going that's to right because eight. I'm sure if we said we had already played it, we would just cut to the end of this adventure because yeah. the book is just. A you, I think you would do space simulation again or something. Maybe. Oh my know. god. Okay, I don't think yes. that's true. Let's go to the stupid anyway. wheel of chance. Fine. You wander over you wander over to the Wheel of Chance and immediately notice two strange things. First, you notice the sign on the booth. It says Wheel of No Chance. Then you hear the Barker's <laughs> voice calling, "Step right up." But there's no one there. No one but a green and yellow parrot. "Excuse me," you say, hoping someone will answer. Is parrot. this game open? No, I'm standing by this wheel for my health. The parrot. Oh, we wow, got a that is a smart parrot. parrot. This is a very smart parrot. Now, do you want to spin or what? The parrot is obviously annoyed. Mammals, he mutters. You can't live with them. You can't live without them. Classic. I'm starting to suspect this parrot might be intelligent. You steal a glance around. Maybe you should skip this game, but Big Al sneaks up behind you. Spin, he says. You must earn enough points to win. 
But how will I know if I have enough points? You ask. <laughs> spin! It's his final word. Here's how you spin. Close your eyes and twirl, twirl you your finger fucking, over you the wheel of the page. Are you fucking kidding me? Then let your finger land somewhere on the wheel. Look at it. Look at the number you've landed on. Go to that page next. Jesus. So there is a wheel here, and I'm going to read you the options, all right? No, no, no. I, just, I, just, I think you should spin your finger over it, and we'll just tell you when to stop. Okay, ready? Yeah, that's um, a good idea. I'm going to go. Paul, I'm going. You go first. Paul, all you, right? you, Paul, you tell him when. Hold you on. hear it? Keep going, keep going. Keep going. No whammies, no whammies, no, no whammies. Whammy. All right. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it now. All right, page 38. All right, that oh, God, feels I good. hope that's okay. That feels now. Kinda... Now, the things were that were on here that said, like, 15 said no chance. They're, they all say something like double or nothing, spin again, double or nothing. Oh. So we got 38, and there's two 38 spots. So what? let's go to 38. Does it These not are... say anything below it? This is no, complex it doesn't say anything. and weird. I don't like it. Yeah, it's very strange. Got a winner. Got a winner. The parrot squawks. You won 25 points plus anything you want in the prize room. Cool. Step this way. I don't feel good eagerly, about this. Eagerly, you follow the bird into a storeroom behind the booth. It's packed with the weirdest assortment of junk you've never you've ever seen. Dusty old catalogs, stuffed rats, a collection of axes, Dead and the portrait, <laughs> and the portraits of headless people holding their own heads. What? So pick something. That's dark. That's grim. Wait, I want that. On. I want that Wait, picture. Do we, do we get to pick everything? Uh, you can pick something. I guess he's gonna say. Hold on. Pick, so pick something. It's getting late. The parrot says. I would say we get the axes to defend ourselves, but obviously the picture of the people holding the heads is gonna be like the crazy thing. That's but what I, I want in my room. Well, I want an axe too. But though. I feel like an those ax- axes are probably haunted by the guys in the pictures. <sighs> hold on. Let, let's let's finish. Let's finish this page. Oh, sorry, quick. sorry. Not this garbage. You think? Then you spot a shelf of small cans How with can the bright labels with- that say, "With bright labels, play and glow." Clay slime and monster blood. No, monster yes. blood. Yes. Hey, isn't that the magic stuff you read about in Goosebumps? <laughs> oh, <laughs> holy shit! I'll take the monster blood. You decide. No. Again, Why you guys I... don't get to choose. I'm an idiot. We're an idiot. Chad. Excellent. We choice, are an idiot. The parrot remarks. I wanted a fucking axe. As you quickly leave the room with your prize, you wonder: Is 25 points enough? What do you do next? If you want to spin again for more points, go to page nine. If you haven't played Guess Your Weight on Mars yet, go to page 72. <laughs> if you have played Guess Your Weight on Mars, go to page 17. So do we want to go to page 17 or go to page... It sounds Wait, like is, it's to go back, back to spin gonna... for more points? It seems like you're just going to do the same thing over and over again. Well, yeah, I don't know. What, 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 what's, your, what, what's your choice here? Oh, Chad, deliberate here with me. What are you thinking here? What, I, how you I, don't, I feel like we're, I feel like, you know what? I feel like Monster Blood's going to be some device we use to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, I think we need to get out of this fucking wheel room. I don't I like this right. wheel room. Because we didn't get to we're... pick any of the fucking cool shit. So I'm mad. I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's... so we're not spinning again. We're going to go to page 17. Yeah, Keep get moving us forward. out of here. Keep moving forward. All right. You take a few steps along the midway, hoping you've won enough points. Hoping you won enough prizes and points. Sorry about that. You notice the crowd of people surrounding Big Al. They're still chanting, pay or play, pay or play. You break through the crowd and grab Big Al's arm. Hey, do you know where my friends are? (laughs) Certainly, Big Al says, pointing up ahead. They're right over there. Patty, Brad, you shout as you rush up to them. Come on, we've got to go. This carnival is evil. (laughs) 
but before they can say that. a word, Big Al's voice booms from behind you. Not before the final challenge. Are we done oh. with the carnival? Yeah, what's going on here? Like, Are we, we have enough points? Here's the I funny guess... thing is, is that we, we walked out. The crowd was still chanting, to who? I have no idea. I guess and to then, us. To us, I guess, but we already we already paid. We already played, and we didn't pay, and we're not gonna. And we asked Al for advice, and then he gave us advice, and then we saw our, or, you know, he showed us where our friends were, and then we screamed in front of the man who's running this evil carnival to our friends that we are in the midst of his evil carnival, revealing that we know that his carnival is evil right in front of him. Okay. It's a, it, there's a lot of poor choices made that are not in your control. <laughs> yeah, also, in terms of this being a terrifying carnival, I get this is a little spooky, but so far we went to a really shitty sci-fi room where a girl messed up on her weight, and we got a candy bar, and then a parrot made some jokes at us, and we got a can of monster blood, and we're like, you know what? get us out of here, this place is terrible, we're so doing pretty far, good. So far, this is a pretty good Goosebumps book, guys. <laughs> this is pretty good. <laughs> Big Al shoves you and your friends into a huge red tent. It appears to be set up for some kind of show. Red carpeted, strip, uh, red carpeted steps lead up to a platform, which sit under a golden arch. The arch twinkles with a thousand colored lights that spell out final challenge. Trumpets blast as people flood into the viewing area. As they march in, they clap their hands and yell, final, final. <laughs> Big Al leads you up the carpeted steps. You are standing on the platform now in front of shimmering curtain, in front of a shimmering curtain that hangs down from the arch. Real quick, I just want to hear like one guy working on this place instead of channeling with the group like, hey guys, we still gotta like Get a bunch of tents up, guys. And it's like midnight. We should really... We're opening we should, tomorrow. We should, we're opening yeah. tomorrow morning. We should we, really hurry, guys. Maybe we should stop trying to execute this child. <laughs> this child to get back to our spooky carnival. Okay. The, cr- the crowd begins to chant, Sudden death. Sudden <laughs> death. What do you think that means, Patty asks. You're going to find out on page 123. Oh, my God. The final challenge, Big Al announces. And the crowd goes wild. Then he turns to you and says, Remember the fun games are over. Now you are playing for your life. We always were. (laughs) (laughs) You go first, Big Al says to you. You see Brad and Patty taken off to the side by a huge man in a black hood. The two red-haired... Wait, was that death? Did death you just red take haired, them away? Hold on. Fucking death chills at this place. <laughs> Sorry. All right, we got we got an insensitive term coming up. Ready? Okay. Two red-haired dwarfs in oh. clown costumes <laughs> scurry up the steps. I was so worried, by the way, what that insensitive word was going to be. I was like, there's no way he's going to drop the N-bomb in here, right? Like, there's no way. Some, like, I thought it was going to be some like Pacific Rim racism or something like mm-hmm. that, you know? Mm-hmm. Wait, that's uh, what insensitive, though. Yeah, we can all yeah. agree. Yeah, okay. Please continue. To your surprise, they fit. Hey, hey, they could actually be like, we could have some Hobbit and like some Lord of the Rings shit going on here. This is true. Well, they're in clown costumes. And death is here. Oh, okay. Clown so Yeah, a hooded man. So fantasy. Death. <laughs> okay. To your surprise, they fit you with new high top sneakers. Sneakers with metal studs running up the backs. What? This is going to be some kind of race, you think. But then you change your mind. When they snap a heavy metal helmet on your head, the crowd cheers. Uh, the crowd's cheers grow louder. Big Al throws a switch. The curtain behind you parts, and whammo! 
The wall behind the curtain turns into a super magnet. You go zinging to the wall like a dart. <laughs> what? A bullseye. Is this murder ball? This is murder ball. This would kill you. This probably. would kill you. Shatters your legs. Seconds later, your head and your uh, seconds later, your head and the back of your feet slam on, into the wall. You're hanging upside down in the middle of a gigantic metal wheel. This is the coolest gravitron of all time. <laughs> uh, you know, someone shot the, shot a gun on the gravitron and they killed themselves. What? what? No, no, that's a that's an urban legend. <laughs> no, geez, don't don't scare uh, me like that. Tom. Don't, don't scare I'm trying me like to start. That. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, tell your friends. <laughs> Are you not ready for the final challenge? Big Al asks. Of course not. You say, "Let me down." We'll let you down, but not until you face the final challenge. One spin will decide your fate. If you win, you go. If you lose, you stay here forever. Wow. Will that be your fate? Big Al approaches the wheel. Brad and Patty are holding on to each other. Your heart is pounding. Your hands are sweating. This is it. One spin. He gives the wheel with you on it. A hard turn. Where will it stop? Guess. Page 44. Page 74. Page 124. Chad. Jesus. Chad, we have never in this entire book had any control over what's happening here. <laughs> it's all been chance and guess. This is, this um, is insane. Uh, Paul, you, you make the call. Which one are we landing on, buddy? What, what are our numbers again? 44, 74, and 124. Oh, all, <clears throat> Just read the card of the numbers, man. Hard like, numbers. Yeah, can I use my red card here? <laughs> no, you can't. You, you just have to remember what the red card. You remember the rhyme? Oh, my God. One, two, it one, was like 132. Yeah, it was, but you can't pick that number. What picked? What number do you want? One twenty-four. Okay, so the card has done nothing so far. Okay. Final, final. You hear the crowd yelling as you spin round and round. You're getting dizzy, really dizzy, so dizzy that you faint. Okay. Uh, we have to turn back to one twelve for some reason. Did we mess up? No, it just—it's just what it says. What? Yell! Someone splashes cold water in your face. Your eyes open. Wait, come wait, wait, on! Was yell written out on the page? Yell! Yell! Oh, like you just got hit yes. by a hammer. Okay. Okay. Come on, wake up! It's almost time. A raspy for oh, a raspy voice says that. Uh, oh wait, I have to say it again. Sure. Come on, wake up! It's almost showtime. A raspy voice says, "Showtime." You say, gazing into the eyes of a dwarf. We lost. What show? The Freak Show. What? You are the amazing Siamese triplets. No! You gaze around and see Patty on one side of you and Brad on the other. You try to pull away from them, but you can't. We're stuck together with some kind of glue, Patty says. (laughs) That's glue? It isn't glue, Brad argues. It's too, is too, is not. Well, whatever, whatever it is. You are stuck, stuck between your arguing, arg, stuck between your arguing friends for a long, long time, like forever. No, not and Brad. And here's something you can't argue about. <laughs> What's that? I said not with Brad. He's a wimp. Brad's He's a, a wimp. <laughs> and and here's something you really can't argue about. This really is. The end. Oh, oh, no. We died. We died, but not really, but our lives are ruined. Even though I think we could tell someone just like, hey, Halo person at the carnival, please help us. Yeah, someone someone help. Someone, someone. help. <laughs> someone help. Okay. I also like that they're the best way they could get like, to, oh, it would be really funny if the two people bicker and now that's your worst tragedy. It was just, nah, uh, yeah, huh. Like they couldn't come up with anything funny to say or write. Yeah, just, right. Yeah, it was just, just, just. 
Brandon it's more bickering. bickering. More okay, bickering. so I say we need to cash in one of our lives. Uh-huh. Now, okay, how so does this work? Are we rolling back to the last choice? I think we go back so to the last you, you, choice. We're going we're gonna to go back to the last choice that you made, which now you picked page 124, which uh, made you sign these twins with the other two. Also, uh, this carnival, while evil and magical, also fake because they just glue people together. Yeah. Unless it's, <laughs> why didn't they just say, like, no, something magical is binding us together? Like, yeah, like, why wasn't it the monster blood that was in your pocket? Or they stitched us together or something crazy like that. Yeah, you know what? Nothing magical has happened other than the fact that just carnies have been doing their job really badly in front of us. You know, the most magical thing has been that crowd. Yeah, the chanting much. crowd mm-hmm. of people who came from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what do you guys want? Page 44 or 74? Uh, I'm going to time. I want to go to 44. All right. Paul killed us last time. Paul hey, killed I felt, us. I felt good about 44, though. That was my second choice. Sure, so. sure, sure. Just saying. You're spinning round and round. Everything is a blur. You can't see, but you can hear the crowd chanting, final, final, final. And then the wheel stops. A huge gasp escapes from the audience. Did you win or lose? Neither. You stopped on spin again. So we have to go back <laughs> to page 25. <laughs> um, okay, so you have to go to page 74. You know what, though? Let's do that other one again. Let's go back to... Let's see if that Siamese one works out the same way. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Let's, just, uh, let's just see what happens. Maybe maybe it'll be different. Okay, all right. So what's our other option? All right, round and round you go. The world is a blur of colors. You can hear the crowd screaming, final, final, and then the wheel stops. Ah, the crowd gasps. Are they disappointed? What does it mean? They're disappointed. You win. Yeah. Big Al says. Now come this way to collect your prize and go home. I thought right, it was going to go bad. Page 131. This is going to go bad. I can't believe out. this. Again, okay, so at least we had one bad choice mm-hmm. that could lead us to an end. But I love that, again, they threw another one in there that was just like, hey, you're just going to do it again. Yeah, just go back there. Sucker, did you really think that you could get out of this easily? What? <laughs> oh, no. Check out the title of this book, Escape from the Carnival of Horrors. What the fuck? Horrors. You need to face a lot more horrors, and then maybe you'll escape. What? <laughs> what? That's what it says. Wait, is that the end of the book? <laughs> no, you have to go to page 116 now. What is 116? But it just says, fuck you, kid. <laughs> what the fuck? We did everything great. Zap. Big Al throws a switch, and the magnet shuts off. You what? come flying down to Earth, right where Brad and Patty are waiting. I played your dumb game. Now let us go, you tell Big Al. Wait, what, Big Al real- what reality was this? Was this just like we won and now we're just jumping forward to that point in time? No, you won and then Big Al said, fuck you because the book oh, is called. Well, big- the, author, okay. the, ba- the author basically said F yeah, you. I just want to know Time's if that was. Yeah. Okay, so theoretically we won and then Big Al was like, I'm not going to let you go right now. Okay. It okay. A, it was a fake out almost. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big Al doesn't answer. The crowd, d- but the crowd does. Sudden death. Sudden death. Sudden this death. The crowd, crowd urges. Man. The crowd surges toward you. They are not friendly. They back you up against the wall. You're trapped. Trapped by a mob. You reach into your pocket, hoping to find something that might help you. Something to save Red you. Red card. If you choice. won monster a can blood. of monster blood, which you did, go to page ninety-seven. So Wait, what were the other options? Wait, here, was there anything else? Uh, if you didn't. Uh, you have to go to another page. Oh. I'm just curious. So did, they, did they say what the other things were? Were there anything else besides Monster no, no, Blood? No, 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 no. It's just it just says go to the page. So it's a good thing we had Monster Blood. Yes. Your hands clamp. Hopefully. Your hand clamps around the can of Monster Blood in your pocket. Quickly, you snap off the lid, and the green gunk pours out. Look, it's alive! Brad shouts. He's right. The Monster Blood oozes from the can, quivers, and appears to stretch and pull itself up. Then it starts to roll and bounce. 
making horrible sucking sounds. Mm. Great! It's rolling into the crowd, sucking up everything in its path. <laughs> you murdered everyone. Run! Big Al screams as the huge green ball rolls over the people in the crowd, sucking them up with a loud plop. Run! This kid's fucking us all up. Uh, <laughs> oh, we shouldn't give, give this out as a prize. We should just have this in our store. Then the monster blood hits the side of the tent and changes direction. It's coming after you. Wait, what? Yeah, how did it bounce off the wall of the tent if it just rolled up people? I, I guess it just, it, it's alive, I guess, right? It can just it's change shit. direction. Yeah, okay. The monster blood has grown so big now, you can't see over it or around it. Run for your lives, Patty screams, but reaching the door is impossible. The mound of green slime is bearing down on you fast. Mm. You stand frozen to the spot, terrified. And then, just in time, you, Patty, and Brad leap to the side, and the monster blood slams into the wall with a crushing force and plows right through it. You stare at the giant gaping hole in the wall. Quickly, the three of you jump through the opening. You are standing outside the main gate you came in. There's a wide path. There's a wide path of destruction across the field and the forest beyond. Somewhere, a clock chimes twelve times, sending a chilling down Wait, your spine. Wait, it's just also midnight. Yeah, it's just midnight. <laughs> now. It's just midnight now. It's been that a good three hours. To, yeah, that monster was off to kill someone. Mm-hmm. And when you peer back at the carnival, it has disappeared. Whoa! Uh, All that's shit. left is a spooky silver mist. <laughs> the end. <laughs> We survived. We made it. You guys got out of the carnival of horrors. We got out of the carnival of horrors. We so escaped. Monst- so our friend, we all made it. Monster Blood's out just running amok. Yeah, all we did was just like basically released a giant kaiju into the world. Here, yeah, here's what we did. We were fat. We mm-hmm. were fat. We were a very fat kid. There's you were a- given a candy bar we for how fat bar. you were. Uh, and then we just happened to spin a wheel. You know, I didn't put it together that uh, if you were heavier than that, they gave you the candy bar and your kid just bites right into it. Just like starts like just fucking going to town on that candy There's, bar. There should have been an option where it said, if your moon weight is like 50 and above, <laughs> go to this page. And it's just the lady going, damn, damn, <laughs> really? Damn. Hey, kid, quick. Let me talk to your mother real quick. Quick hand the book over and have her read this page. <laughs> And it's just like an instruction about like medical health. And hey, give dietary. your kid give your kid less books. Give him a basketball next time, okay? <laughs> uh, I would prefer if this book uh, made you go to a page if you were over 100 pounds yes. on Mars, and it was just pictures of naked uh, chicks, and it was like, <laughs> "Hey, kid, here's some, you must be pretty old. Here's some naked ladies." <laughs> and then just hardcore eroticism. <laughs> It's just like two pages you peel apart, and you're like, oh, like it's just a little secret entrance. I'm going to take a wild guess. I'm going to guess that if our weight was correct, we were going to be fired into space. Holy crap. So we survived mm-hmm. through the Carnival of Horrors. I just had to look on on like the Goosebumps Wikia to just see... How many endings there were? There were 25 endings. And get this. Really? There were only two good endings. And we, we got, got out? To, we got to Oh, <laughs> wow. Wait, hold on. I want to nice make sure. Work. To clarify, you were not looking at it at all during this recording, Scout's no. Honor. No, I swear. 
I just looked at it now, and I was like, oh, I wonder what – like, because I remember getting a bunch of bad endings. I, I played this one yeah. before. I, like, the one is you end up riding on the Doom slide for the rest of your natural life. Is that where that's from? Yes. Yeah, I remember the Doom slide. I think about that one a lot. That that idea stuck with me my entire childhood. I think the Doom slide is in – I just assume that was in either – Escape from Horrorland. Yeah, that might be an Escape from Horrorland, but maybe they're just also in this. Let me give you guys some options because I've wrote down the pages with endings on them. Let's okay. hear some. Okay, so there are a lot. Um, page sixty nine, mm, page one hundred, great page, uh-huh. page one twenty six, page eighty two. Mm-hmm. You guys have any uh, any of these pop out at you? Uh, sixty nine. Come on. Yeah, let's uh, do it. I mean, come 69. on. Okay, sixty nine. Let's see what, what what happens. Karu Morai Odano Moluno Corano. You say the magic words and the dummy comes to life. He opens his mouth and speaks. <gasps> hey, you. Your face reminds me of a ward I once had. Removed. Come on, you plead. We're the only ones who brought you back to life. We're the ones who brought you back to life. Aren't you going to be nice to us? We need your help. I'm sorry, the dummy says. I'm sorry you're so ugly. <laughs> then he laughs at his own lame joke. You stare at him and his face grows serious. You brought me to life, he says slowly. But now you are my slaves forever. So we slappy? Just got, we just got Mr. Wooded, dude. Until Wood? the end. Wow. It was Mr. Wood the whole time? Holy shit. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, I don't, I don't mind me reading off the Wikipedia because I'm just kind of reading off the summaries as well. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's, a, there's a little bit at the end of this page here that oh. may factor into something you guys did earlier. Wait, this isn't the way this is supposed to end. Quick, if you have, you have one last chance. If the fortune teller told you a secret number, go to that page now. <gasps> Holy one, shit. one, three, two, one, three, two, one, three, two. We're going to it. The fortune teller said this number might save your life, but how? Then you see it. In the corner, a tall silver locker with the number 132 in red, painted in red. In here, you say, opening the door to the locker. You push Patty and Brad inside. As you close the door, the locker begins to rattle and shake. You're nearly blinded by a bright white light. You hear a loud whooshing sound, and then all is silent. The door pops open, and you're amazed at what you see. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like this is going to keep going, but I'm going to go to page two. Sure, please. Go, go. Oh, wait, I, wait, wait. Wait, it's slappy and he kills Mr. Wood. No. You're outside, standing in Bennett's field, gazing at the fence that surrounds the carnival. I guess we'll have to wait until tomorrow night when the carnival opens, Brad says. No way, Patty says. Let's climb the fence. What's going on in here? What's going on here? You guessed it. The silver locker was a time machine. <laughs> You've gone back in time to the Whoa. first moment you spotted the carnival. Now it appears as if you have to start all over again, fighting horror after horror right up until the end. That Whoa. is the true worst ending right there. Yeah, just go home. You went in a time machine. Just go home. Holy you have that shit. choice again. Yo, real quick. Yo. Okay. I looked at what the other good ending is. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's just say I this called real quick. it. I fucking called it, dude. Dude, real, for, real quick, we in our good ending picked both Deus Ex Machinas. One of, <laughs> one of which, one of which was bad. Apparently, it travels you back to time and you're forced to redo. Yeah, the I mean, I guess it gets again. you out of there. But yeah, I don't know what the red and, heart does. And the other one, the other one gets you out. The monster blood gets you out, which is great. But Chad, you guessed the other good ending. <laughs> I did. I was joking. 
Good endings. You ride on a choo-choo train for little children and go through a tunnel. The Carnival of Horrors is replaced with the same boring old carnival that's always been there before, but you and your friends appreciate it and deem it to be fun. <laughs> I love that you're now... This is way more fun than the Death Carnival. I mean, you know, this is, this is uh, great in comparison. Some of the bad endings, just to save you the time of having to read them all, some of them are funnier just without any context. Because uh, uh-huh. I wanted to find out where the alligator one was. You, Patty, and Brad get trapped in a reptile petting zoo... But turns out the petting zoo is for the reptile. You become the alligator's new pets. Oh, my God. Uh, cool. I'm not wrong. After playing Guess Your Weight on Mars, you can get blasted off to Mars for 20 years. The game determined that you are the perfect weight to be sent to Mars. Dude. This is a functioning spaceship. What? <laughs> Hold uh, on. This one's great. This one's great. You fall down a gorge and try to grab onto the side of the bridge above, but miss. It's implied you fall forever. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can talk. Uh, this is great. Two of Dr. Frankenstone's monsters, I guess they must have just been set up in the horrors, use uh-huh. you as a volleyball in their game. You're told they have spiked <laughs> hands. Uh, and this one, I mean, I'm only skimming across them. This one immediately caught my eye. Uh, uh, you're trapped with a bunch of demented elves with axes. Since you're in a horse-drawn cart, I don't know where the fuck this is going from the book. <laughs> You try to make the horse move faster, but it won't move, and the elves decapitate you. Whoa! <laughs> this is way scarier than any Goosebumps book because kids die. Yo, yeah, listen to this one. Dude, this one's... You try to pull off a monster's head. I assume you're in, like, a haunted house, thinking he might be animatronic, but he turns out to be an actual monster, and he rips off your head instead. What? Wait, hold, hold on. Hold on. This one's actually not that bad. The giant... Fat lady and three-headed man from the freak show. Which, by the way, we never got a chance to go there. No, didn't we choose freak show? Like, didn't we say we want to go to the, the midway and the freak show, or did well, we mess up? Well, I think we we got caught into the. Well, how the fuck were we ever supposed to make it to the freak show? I don't know. We but went right gi- to the games. But the three. Yeah, you went to the, the fortune freak- teller. You took the red card, and oh. then you went out. And after you took the red card, Big Al came up to you. So if maybe if you read blue. Blue. yeah, okay. Yeah, if you took blue, I think maybe some other. Well, stuff the, the three happen. freaks from the freak show follow you home in gratitude for you freeing them. You're worried about how much they will eat. I think that's kind of positive, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking great. Like, your biggest problem is that you're just worried. Like, you, you don't even have to take care of them. They're going to go somewhere else. Uh, like, these guys could uh, eat. These, these three could eat everything in the entire world, and we'll all starve. I keep thinking this list is going to peak, but it doesn't. Uh, you're dropped from a height onto a giant trampoline and bounce up and down forever. Because that's how physics works. <laughs> a lot of these endings are, like, you stuck forever, but, like, you would just you know starve and die and and that's pretty still pretty scary you know uh i think this this one's one's real stark and dark a giant slams you into a wall so forcefully that you crash through and fly far out of the carnival killing you that's just murder that's just that's That's yeah yeah, you were just like thrown horribly to your death (laughs) yeah that's when a giant crane scoops you up and dumps you into the log flume the log goes over a waterfall and sinks you end up drowning that's brutal (laughs) but this one right after it is the funniest thing in the world Whilst riding on a train, you dodge a ghost in front of you, but fail to notice that another one has come up behind you. The ghost eats you, <laughs> and you turn into a ghost, too. Hey, that's ghost rules. What? It Those just are ghost you. rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, I'll believe it. Yeah, mm-hmm. This is nuts. This is crazy, and I have something in my hand that I'm going to read. It's the book. It's the, it's the about the author section. Yes. 
that is going to be interesting. Okay. About the author. I'm just going to read this, guys. Okay. About the author. R.L. Stein is the author of over three dozen best-selling thrillers and mysteries for young people. Recent titles for teenagers include I Saw You That Night, Call Waiting, Halloween Night 2, what? The Dead Girlfriend, and The Babysitter, what? all published by Scholastic. He is also the author of the Fear Street series. Bob lives in New York City with his wife, Whoa! Jane. What? And 15-year-old son, Matt. Wait. That's it. That's all. That's that is what the about the author section says. Wait, wait, wait. They revealed the ghostwriter? No, no. Bob is Ro- uh, our, our Robert L. Stein. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, Sorry about I that. I, I, oh, I, what? I didn't even think of that. Yeah, no, no. I, I, yeah, it's not a ghostwriter. It's just it, for some reason they just jumped to okay, well, you know RL stands for Robert, I guess. I had, we don't I say didn't it. know that his name was I did not Damn, know. Damn, I thought Robert we Lawrence. cracked the case. Like I this was like just... that was a an attributed ghostwriter who like doesn't get a full name credit. <laughs> yeah, I thought like maybe like in the like in his contract he wasn't allowed to be like credited in regular Goosebumps book. He's like, We're moving on to this other series. I'm getting a line in there. Talk about my son Matt or I'm out. <laughs> yeah, my, my my son I love. <laughs> yeah, I will say though, uh I think it's interesting the bio. Obviously, you know he writes Goosebumps, but the bio was all about like his more adult contemporary, you know, like more uh-huh. impressive things, and not. There's this book series called Goosebumps. By the way, you might have heard of it. It's like a really popular book series, <laughs> right? So it's just his five other ones, like The Babysitter. Well, he Holy was moving. Shit. He was moving into kid death here, so you can tell he was trying to grow his his audience. Up yeah, yeah, totally. So, what did you guys think of the Carnival of Horrors? Did you guys have a good time? playing this because i i I feel what what what, you tell me you tell me here's the thing i would never i I had a totally different experience doing this because normally when i would play this one i would go to the rides first i would always because you want to get the rides and have fun so like and i think on that side there was more choice on the on this side it was all chance because we were in like the i guess that's fair i thought there i guess there's no way to do skill-based paid choices yeah uh, I, I think we, I thought we'd encounter more monsters, but I also feel kind of proud of how well we did it. Maybe this is just what it being an adult is like. You yeah, just yeah get... I think I think you guys went the safe route. I mean, I think I think going to the midway is a good idea. You it seemed the right most dangerous. I, I in my mind, I thought, but yeah, no, I I feel pretty good about ourselves. They really tease that freak show and do not pay off at all no. if you pick the red card. Like that's. The freak show is obviously going to be way more scary and spooky than just Wheel of Chance talking parrot. Can you believe it? Yeah. Well, I mean, getting shot into Martian space was probably a little scary because, I mean, you know, you're not coming back from that. That's spooky scary. No, that's very scary. Uh, I I feel good about it. I think I think for our first v- journey into this, maybe you listeners spend? will go. We'll go. We only spend one disaster. life. We only spent one life. Yeah, yeah. I only lost one life. You guys are pretty good. Pretty we might good. have to reduce that number next time. We might have to reduce that number. We we were giving we were cutting ourselves too little credit for how good we're yeah. going to be. Uh, if you guys listening to this have decided this was the worst thing I've ever heard, which is very possible, let us mm-hmm. know. But if you've enjoyed this adventure along with us, please also let us know. Yeah. So why don't you let us know what you thought? Let us know what you thought is the shorter way to say. <laughs> if that you sentence. want to hate this episode, turn to page three. <laughs> oh my god! If you tur- oh wait uh, wait hold on the computer thing would be delete system thirty two for your PC right? Remember that joke? Guys? Remember that? You guys remember that old internet joke? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this was a bl- I had a blast. I thought this it was, was fun. It was very, this very was fun. fun. I-, I wish we got the ride some rides, but I'm glad we made it out alive. So hey man, there'll be another time.
All right. Do you guys want to get our Carnival of Horrors candy bar? And I don't know. How do you guys want to split this? Let's try uh, and find that sex page you were talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we're, we're older. Yeah, let's try and find that. Hey, you, you, guys, know, wanna, you guys want to read some real sex? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Dude, you know Bob watched. You know Bob was watching some real sex while he wrote this. Why don't we say what we're doing next, man? Oh, my God. You're right. The next thing we're doing... Uh, we're going to get back to the Goosebump books. But before that, we think it's appropriate to maybe watch the Goosebumps movie that's coming out next week. We kind of got to. Kind of got to. And just rip into it. Just rip it open like a tauntaun and just nestle inside in the cold October winds. <laughs> well, you saw it already, right, Jack? I already saw it. I got an early screening for a work thing. Uh, I was a pre, I'll save my thoughts, obviously, for the discussion. It was a pre-final build, so to speak. Like, there was a lot of, like, temp audio or scenes where it was just dialogue, which can do a ton to just throw off, like, timing and really just making the movie feel real. Oh, wow, Uh, yeah. So, I have opinions, but I will not have an opinion for sure until I see it again with you wonderful guys. Absolutely. So, we're going to see. I was saying that we have to watch it because we went to that evil carnival together and that guy told us we had to or we died I that's that also true we that's it. also a fair thing we have this giant candy bar we're gonna sneak in the movie as well <laughs> yeah. it's giant but you can put it in your pocket apparently yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it's, it's a little kid thing there's like a i have a purse i assume that's hey, a girl right yeah. it was the 90s he was wearing he was wearing some jankos dude i had yes i had some big jean overalls with one of those <laughs> giant pockets on the front and i just <laughs> yeah. tucked it right in Hey, man, in the 90s, you could carry all kinds of cool stuff because your clothes were big. (laughs) Yeah, dude. You had cargo pants, cargo shorts. Cargo hats. Everything was cargoed. (laughs) I'm embarrassed to think of how many times there was just a bunch of candy in those pockets. Oh, yeah. A bunch of candy. Been Uh, there. Done that. (laughs) Also from the 90s. Guys, I'm real proud of ourselves. We made it through. Dom, you're a wonderful book DM. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, I I had a time reading. You had a time reading. You gave uh, you gave me some goosebumps. I hope you gave yourself some goosebumps with that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we each got our own personal selection <laughs> of goosebumps that we were able to hand to each other in the amounts we wanted to have. <laughs> I think that was the perfect selection. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please let us know what you thought of this uh, weird new thing. If you like it, we'll do some more of them. You can always reach us on Twitter at GooseBudsPod. You can email us at goosebuds at gmail.com and we have a subreddit uh, slash r slash goosebuds come on by have a good old time uh, also by the way we never thank him enough thank you so much to Seth Ernest for our wonderful theme and intro music you should go check out his stuff on sethernest.net he's a wonderful wonderful man he's responsible for all of our great music guys any other passing thoughts uh, Tim Jacobus I love you come be on the show goodbye yes we're going to get the artist from Goosebumps on the show I'm going to send him an email, maybe. Maybe Chad will send him an email. We should all email him individually without any coordination whatsoever. And my email is going to be like, hey, so my friends Chad and Paul emailed you, but I'm the cool <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm the Tim Jacobus of this podcast. <laughs> uh, why don't I leave you with the theme uh, slogan from all the popular uh, Choose Your Own Goosebump books, if I may. I believe it was uh, uh, Reader Beware. Anything bad that happened to you is totally your fault, and you're a very bad boy, and your parents are very disappointed in you. (laughs) Go to confession. Go to confession. All right.
Goodbye. You're in for a scare. <laughs> You're in for a scare. God, <laughs> God, God's watching you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love you all. Bye.